From SLB Radio in Pittsburgh, Youth Express, the nation's first 24-7 radio station devoted to youth writing, music, and conversation. I don't know why some people look down on people who either give up on college or never go in the first place. There are people that just hate you because of your race or ethnicity, but we are definitely making progress. She's hungry for everything, the life within, trying to find her way around again. Looking and searching is what she's doing. So I followed my brother down to the riverbank, and we donned our skates. While Lev hurried, I tarried. While Lev trudged through the slush, I caught a flake on my tongue. My parents are from Bhutan. They migrate to Nepal, and I born there, and I moved here in the U.S. So it's a long journey to get here. On today's episode, Reflections on Life During the COVID-19 Pandemic. But first, Julian Rubin, a junior at Pittsburgh Alderdice, with a short story about a visit to Alcatraz. A couple weeks before, my dad called ahead. He asked if we should buy tickets in advance. The friendly guy on the phone assured him, no, we would be fine. It never got too busy on a Monday. Exhilarated as I was to finally see Alcatraz, the thought of being away for so long scared me, and it took everything I had to not think about it. Although Christmas is always a little bittersweet, this year was different. When I unwrapped new books or video games, it was always, that'll be great on our 13-hour flights to New Zealand. The last book I received, however, was the worst. Julian's Pittsburgh book is what it said on the cover. My heart sank as I opened it and then rose again. What lay before me was pictures in all my favorite places around the city. Kennywood, Sandcastle, Rita's, Dee's, the local playground, my front porch, my own bedroom. As if that wasn't enough, the next few pages were filled with notes from my friends and teachers wishing me luck. The evening that we left for the airport, I decided to visit every room in my house one last time for the next seven months. The attic where I loved to play, the guest room I never went in, my bookshelf which now held all the books in the Al Capone series. I cried when the moment came that we had to leave, feeling the urge to hold onto my back door and force my parents to drag me off of it. I felt like I'd be betraying my home if I didn't do this. Then again, if I stayed home, I would never get to visit Alcatraz. We spent the night at the airport and embarked bright and early on the flight to San Francisco. Of course, I had to reread Al Capone Does My Shirts a couple times on this flight, if only to keep my mind off how little I knew about the, what the next seven months would entail. We had to rush to the dock when we got there, the city being difficult and stressful to navigate. Yet, it all seemed worth it when we made it. There was a huge crowd of people waiting by the dock, which was full of pictures of all the worst criminals from the 30s, their stories, and... Is that Alcatraz? My mom asked, pointing to an island that looked so close I could swim there. It looked just like the pictures in my favorite book, too. Absolutely exceeded my expectations, even though I hadn't even arrived yet. My dad, still taller than me at the time, caught sight of the sign above the ticket booth. Julian, he said softly. When does the ferry get here? I asked. I'm sorry, we can't go to Alcatraz, he said. What? Why not? I asked frantically. The ferry came and the crowd thinned, filling it up. Surely among all these people, there was someone getting on who didn't even want to go. Someone whose place I could take. The crowd thinned just enough for me to be able to see the sign for myself. Alcatraz tickets were sold out for the day. On our last segment, a youth commentary on the COVID-19 pandemic. My name is Lance Wilhelm, and I'm currently in 10th grade at Fox Chapel Area High School in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. The lives of people worldwide have been put on pause for what feels like the unforeseeable future. Just one month ago, School was continuing as normal. Businesses and restaurants were open, and, as per usual, 
It felt like we were always busy and just never had enough time in our lives. Well, as the saying goes, be careful what you wish for. People now have an overwhelming abundance of the one thing they have always complained about not having enough of, time, and nobody knows what to do with it. Next to the coronavirus itself, boredom has become public enemy number one. So, what are we supposed to do with all this newfound time? The answer for so many seems to be in technology. Unsurprisingly, when people are left with nothing to do, they turn to smartphones, computers, video games, and Netflix as their first line of defense against boredom. More than anything else, this period of quarantine has made me realize how overwhelmingly dependent we as a society are on technology. When we're stuck at home for months on end, every aspect of our lives becomes mandated by the technology we have at our fingertips. Even school has become exclusive to what we are able to achieve through a computer screen. For high schoolers who are so used to near constant social interaction among friends and classmates, the only solution has been technology. Since we can't hang out with our friends over the weekend, we FaceTime, text, play video games, and do anything we can possibly come up with to resemble normal social activity. We would be lost if it wasn't for the smartphones we hold in the palms of our hands. We have an endless stream of online entertainment available to us every hour of the day. While our lives have been put on hold, technology has provided our only escape to normalcy. Even when the rest of the world stops, our lives are able to continue, but only virtually. So it begs the question, what would we do without technology in times like these? While the internet is so often portrayed as the villain in our lives, doing nothing but wasting our time, it has this point become a savior for so many. Without the internet, our lives would truly be put on hold. We would have no way of connecting with anyone outside of our immediate household. Without the escape that watching Tiger King or playing Fortnite provides, we would be far less tolerant during our time in quarantine. Right now, we owe our sanity and livelihood to the technology we have all turned to. This is Lance Wilhelm for Youth Express. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Youth Express. Youth Express is made possible with support from the Henry L. Hillman Foundation, the Pittsburgh Penguins Foundation, and the 33 Foundation, and was produced by SLB Radio Productions. Learn more at youthexpress.org. Youth Express. Catch the future.